Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of the Coming In Hot Podcast. This is episode 17. I'm Jesse and I'm here with Joe. Hey. Uh, we got a drink of the evening. We're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about some adventure outdoor shit. Um, probably um, some other stuff. I mean, we're going to be super vague because the uh, tradition is, is that we announce everything we're going to talk about and then promptly then divert it from stupid. it. <laughs> so, uh, drink of the drink evening. evening. Yeah. What are we doing? You don't even know what this is. What is it? Uh, we had a little bit of beer. Is but this two different things? It is. Shot it's a double shot. Oh. So this is a a beautiful butterscotch schnapps. Ooh. And Jägermeister. Oh, wow. Let's wow. Let's do this. All yeah. right. Cool. Fucking cheers. Cheers. Uh, you got to get the butterscotch on your tongue first. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> taste of the Jäger. The black was, licorice taste on the back end. Ah, dude, it's terrible. Yeah. There was a like a like a Jaeger spice they used to make. They don't make it anymore. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking good, dude. It was like they I'm only gonna, did it at holidays. I'm gonna but. chase it with the Golden Road Brewing Guava Cart. Wheat ale with guava and passion fruit. Dude, I love Delicious. Mango Cart, man. Mango Cart is oh, better than this. I thought I was like, oh, hype for guava. It Not is, that it's, it's bad. Mango cart. But mango cart is bomb. Dude, I've got a mango cart spicy down there. I want it really bad. Go get it. No. <laughs> Doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, we'll jump right into some serious shit, and then we'll get to all the fun stuff. This thing, like, super bothered me a couple days ago. I was I was pretty fucking pissed because um, the Biden, uh, they're calling it, like, this Biden rule that's going to basically redistribute wealth. A Biden rule just means somebody didn't vote on it. Just right. Just fucking did it. And um, essentially what's going to happen is this rule is basically going to like on it let's say like on an average uh like say 4 let's say like a $400,000 mortgage most people are going to end up paying about 40 to $50 more per month um than they normally would and basically it's because under this new rule um people that have good credit and you know are you know paying their mortgage like normal um they're going to pay this tax so that it will subsidize um People companies, companies that are, uh, you know, going to consider loans with people that have bad credit, um, basically allowing these higher risk um, people to get loans with competitive rates, which makes no it's, fucking sense because the whole equity. point of the credit system is that, hey, I pay my bills on time. I have revolving credit. I pay my bills down. You know, I do all of these things to be a responsible what adult. What it means, though, because like, it is. Though. What if you had perfect credit, but you'd never established credit, and you could have perfect credit because you never went out and got a bunch of credit cards and shit. But you have to get credit cards. You have to spend. You have to pay. You have to do all that. You have to buy into the, the is, fucking though, system like, that's been established to own you. I was smart enough when I was eighteen years old that I got a store card. Yeah, I got a store card. I mean, because you start off with decent credit, so I got a store card. Um, and the thing is, is like you actually can establish credit by having a bank account. So when I was 16, no, when I was 15, I got a job and I got a, um, a, uh, I got a bank account when I was 15. And so um, I think that helped establish my credit. So when I turned 18, I got a credit card at fucking Sears of all places. And I bought a total gym with it because I thought Chuck Norris was bad and the resistance <laughs> trainer was awesome. I paid basically about, Pilates if you think dude, about it. I paid 180 bucks for this fucking total gym. Damn, back then, that was a lot of money. Fuck yeah. You know like how much they fucking, spend. you know how much my first credit card was that fucking, uh, how much credit I got on my Sears card? $800. $10,000. That's too much to get. $10,000 for an 18 year old. But guess That's what? Stupid. All I bought was a total gym. I never used any of that other credit. I would have maxed that motherfucker out. I was smart, dude. So I paid that shit off in four months. Paid it off in four months, and I never used it again. But I showed that I fucking charged it, paid it off quickly, and had an open line of credit for an extended period of time. This is the most boring topic we've the, ever But seriously, covered, this is how you establish good credit. And it's elementary shit. But, you know, you have people that are responsible, that have decent credit, that have done, you know, certain things to, like, establish good credit. And yet again, you know, the regular person is being penalized for doing everything right. And yet again, people that, like, haven't earned it through one way or another are fucking yet again getting shit handed to them. You've been given everything. It's ridiculous. You were born with a wooden spoon in your mouth. 
and <laughs> dude, you know what? One of the worst things with a wooden spoon, yeah. <laughs> one of the worst things that I did was uh, I was about twenty. I was about twenty years old. Um, I'd had a I'd had a Best Buy card, and um, I had paid. Um, I had made a payment on it that was uh, like I only had about half of what I owed left on it, and for some reason, when I posted it, it was it was the due date. But they didn't process it until the next day. And so they assessed this like huge fee. And I was like, what the fuck? Because basically the fee, you know, coupled with like whatever else they did, like it basically um, like halved, like it halved what the payment was that I had made. Uh And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I've never been late. You guys processed this shit late. I didn't even pay the thing late, you know? Um, And I was basically like, I'm not fucking paying that. You know, I'm not paying that. I'm going to pay what I owe. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking paying this ridiculous fucking fee that's basically amounted to like a hundred bucks. And uh, they're like, oh, well, if you don't pay it, like, you know, you're going to get sent to collections. And I'm like, all right, then fuck you. Go ahead and do it. So I just stopped paying it entirely. Okay. And so they did send it to collections. And I was like, whatever, I don't give a fuck because, you know, it's the principle of the thing. They're basically, you know, like really sticking it to you. Like, remember, like, I think Wells Fargo and like some other places like got in trouble because mm-hmm. they were trying to nickel and dime people. They were letting people go over their limits and then charging them and doing all these things. All right. And so like, I felt that's like what was going on there. So I was like, dude, out of principle, I'm not fucking paying this bullshit. Fuck these guys. <laughs> it affected my credit significantly. Yeah. Right. So like at the time, my credit score was like 750. It nose bombed to like 630, 640. Mm-hmm. It took me about three years maybe about four years to reestablish my credit um because not only did that affect my credit but eventually they'd also close the account right so a closure on the account especially when they're reporting that like you know you have a balance and all that stuff like that it 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 was not good so it was kind of like a triple whammy so eventually when i got another card the card that you know gave me a chance was capital one when they uh you really have to wrap up this conversation dude so you know when they when they opened uh, that credit amount, I think it was like a thousand bucks. Like it wasn't anything special, but you know, I bought little things with it, fucking paid it off, bought little things with it, paid it off. And you know, over time they would increase my limit, increase my limit, increase my limit. And I didn't even have to ask because I was doing all of this stuff that you should be doing. And you know, like now my credit's right back to, you know, where it used to be, but it took a long time to do it. And the thing is, is like people that are like, Oh, well, you know, we're disadvantaged. We're this and we're that. It's like all you have to fucking do is pay your shit on time and pay it down. Not pay the minimum payment $20 on a fucking $2,000 credit purchase because you you're never you going to pay that shit don't understand other people's perspectives, dude. It's ridiculous, it's because dude. you've been privileged your whole life and uh, you don't understand that it's not that easy to do. I mean, sometimes you got to buy Starbucks on credit. <laughs> you know what? I actually knew a lot of people from high school that once they got a credit card, they bought everything on credit mm-hmm. and like basically were damn near bankruptcy because they owed like ten, fifteen thousand dollars yeah. and they only made like thirteen thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like it's just people being irresponsible and what pisses me but off. But try and pay cash like, for something. Try and just be like, I'm gonna live oh, a dude, cash life. A Good couple of times I've luck. tried to pay, I've tried to pay in cash and I'm like, oh we don't take cash. And I'm like, oh that was another thing. I didn't write it down. Another thing is and this is kind of like moving away from this whole Biden rule because it's you know fucking stupid. But another thing that I started harping on was just like, if you notice since COVID, you know, oh, we're not using cash because we don't want to touch this currency. We no, just no, want no, you no. To, it's no, no, not no. just that. It's what, what it is. It's because they were short. No, fuck that. This is what it is. Like, like we're, we're talking about COVID earlier and we're talking about, damn, like how long it's been. And I was, I was reminiscing like on times when, um, like for law enforcement, okay, we, they kind of treat us semi-special is that like they Keep would talking. allow us to, you know, go to a supermarket and like shop before the store opened. Because a lot of times we're working extended hours and all of this kind of stuff. So they would have a law enforcement day and I'd be able to come in at 5 a.m. and shop. And I remember thinking to myself, like, dude, this is fucking surreal. You know, there's these big lines to go shopping at a supermarket. And, you know, you're basically being told, you know, that there's limits on what you can purchase because there's only so much food to go around. And like, you know, we're even being talked to by our administration like, hey. You know, this is a privilege that they're bestowing upon us. We don't want to bring any sort of negativity, um, you know, toward us, you know, from, you know, the general public that like we're taking advantage by buying all of the stuff or like buying all the toilet paper or any of these fucking things. So, um, you know, the thing that got me 
was I was like, dude, I'm like, is this what Cubans are like? You know, is this what Venezuela was like where they're basically saying, hey, you know, you can only buy so much of this, like rationing and everything. And, I, you know, Joe was like, you know what? That's what it was is they were basically conditioning, you know, Americans to get used to this kind of thing to see how much they can get away with and how much we would be willing to go along with. And, um, yep. you know, I think that it's it's crazy because, you know, it made a lot of sense. And so it, it segues into the cash thing is that, you know, you had a situation, you, I, you know, I've seen situations where um, I've tried to pay with cash and like people, businesses flat out refuse to accept your cash because Pick up they're Costco, just like, dude. Yeah, because they're like, oh, well, like, you can't go to Costco, get Costco gas with cash. Well, not even just that, but like, I'm talking about just going into a store oh, and paying and they with just cash. Flat they out, will flat don't out take refuse cash. cash. Yeah. They'll be like, you have to use a credit card. You have to use a debit card. Well, this is and all going to the, the cryptocurrency, right? The state exactly. regulated cryptocurrency. What this is about is this is about the fucking government being able to track every single purchase that you make and not taking cash anymore because they can't tax, you know, like small transactions. Okay. As an example, you know, like, uh, just, just recently Venmo. I found that there were like four or five shelves that were like uh, this set and I wanted to buy, you know, like, so my kids can have like extra shelving in their rooms and these people were did selling say, it for wait, like, did you say shelving? Yes. Shelves. So anyways, <laughs> Um, I bought all these shelves and these shelves were fucking cheap and they're solid, like real wooden, like real wood shelves. So I paid about 120 bucks. I have four of them, four of them, big, like two big, tall ones, two big, wide ones that are short. And they were like 20 and $40 a piece. So this person made say like $120 off of me. Or like and on nobody Craigslist or something. Yeah, or, or but nobody nobody something. realistically is going to fucking say, oh, I made $120 on shelves me, that I resold. Let me report this. Right. Nobody's going to fucking do that because, because you've already paid taxes. You've on. already paid taxes on fucking buying this stuff, and you're not going to pay taxes again on making money off of something you already well, fucking yeah, paid taxes on. Yeah, but when you on. start like, using Venmo and all well, these right. other... You start using digital forms of currency that can be tracked. It's like, oh, well, now Venmo is going to start keeping track of every mm-hmm. little purchase and money that you make, and they're going to report it to the IRS, and then you're not going to fucking claim that shit on your taxes, and now they're going to fucking penalize you for not claiming that as income oh dude so I, what you have is like you have a situation where think about it now now all of a sudden all of a sudden like you know um all this shit the starts government. going sideways well i mean let's, let's say shit. let's say civilly everything starts going sideways gun confiscation all of these things you're yep. not complying with the law and you decide to fucking you know basically go off grid well guess what nobody's going to take your cash that right. you have and they're basically going to be able to fucking turn off your ability to purchase anything because everybody's gone digital and they'll know where you're going because you're using, you're going to try to use your debit card. You're going to try to use your credit card and nobody, and they're going to track, they're going to be able to track where oh. you're going, what you're doing, what you're purchasing. They're going to have to take what I give them because well, it's going to be lead. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's, that's a fucking crazy thing to think about is that like, that's basically where they're trying to go with, not accepting cash is because you they can't like a regulate. Fucking cuckoo. They can't regulate that shit, and you know, and that's all it's going to come down to, man. It's going to come down to a point where like cash is not going to have any sort of value the way anymore. You said that. That's what it's coming down to, man. The it government's is. coming after you, bro. It is, dude. And uh, it's crazy. It's like I'm no conspiracy theorist, but fuck this, dude. Shit. I know, like, like, and like nobody sees it's it. It's a real you, thing. You, like you start talking about this, oh, everybody and you get people sees that are, it. No, you get people like you that like not not necessarily you're not being serious, but there's people like, oh, you're being really ridiculous right now. Like, you know, we've been through other times, and everything's gonna be okay. Bro. And it's like, yeah, right, yeah. Like, have you seen, like, the fucking diversion that's in this country and, like, everything that's going on with, like, you know... Uh, okay, um, on the internet, you have people that are saying, like, uh, oh, I-, I saw this the other day, like, somebody's walking around with a microphone and they're, like, interviewing, like, random guys, and they're like, would you have sex with a trans yeah, woman? I just saw this last right? night, yeah. And they're like, uh, no, and they're like, why? And they're like, uh, because he's got a fucking dick? Yeah. And then, like, other people were like, oh, well, why wouldn't you date a trans woman? And they're like, well, it's a dude, right? Right. And they're like, well, yeah. The answers were more like, fuck no. Yeah, it was like, fuck no. Like everybody they were was like, real no. people. Yeah. Because they didn't go to the CNN lobby. And then somebody's all, well, what if, what if this person, what if this trans woman told you, I'm a real woman? And they're like, nope, still gay, right? <laughs> Everybody's saying that, right? So then, uh, well, oh, that's good. It is good. That's right? uh, not. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. So, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, you just because somebody says, "Oh, I'm this or I'm that," you know, I'm a fucking trans woman or whatever, that doesn't that doesn't mean shit, you know, because like you still. Dessert. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh man, that's nice. It's a lot. Strawberry that's shortcake, good. bros. Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> it's a little fat strawberry shortcake. 
Um, but you know, like just because somebody says, "Oh, I identify as a woman," that doesn't fucking negate the fact that like you're not gay and you don't want to be fucking bumping your dick. I against identify dick. as a skinny guy who needs you two know? desserts. So you're so, gonna have to capitulate. Okay. To that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the thing is, is I think one of the funny things was is they go. Well, you know, why exactly is that? And he's all, um, I pretty much wouldn't be able to get past the fact that he's got a dick. And then, so this girl goes, well, what if, um, you know, they basically tell you that, um, you know, it's just a female penis. They're like, what the fuck is a female penis? It's a seen, fucking have penis. Have you seen the, the chart that goes by year and it's all testicular injuries and women's sports? <laughs> like, have gone up like, like a thousand it's like, percent. It's like flat until it gets to 2023 and then it's like, blip. Yeah. <laughs> It's fucking wild, dude. It's you know what? Um, we've talked about this before, but I'm just done with talk to my imaginary friend. No, fuck, I'm not talking to your imaginary friend. You need help. You're you're fucking crazy, and and people are just doing this to push it. It's just just push it to see how much it will take. How much will be like? Oh yeah, here you go. Talk to my my fucking imaginary puppet friend. Right. Like, no, I'm done. Yeah. So that 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 was just that like, that kind of got me. Is just. There's so much shit going on, and it's just, yeah, you know, like, it, all these little things to poke and prod normal people to just be like, you know, what can we get away with? And, like, what are we going to allow people to, you know, get away with? And it's just like, the thing is, is, like, I'm not discriminatory at all. Like, I'll respect, you know, whatever, anything. I'm 100% discriminatory. But what I, won't, what I won't respect, and here's the thing. I don't put poop in my mouth. I, yeah. I discriminate between poop and food. Well, here's one of the things that got me is, like, I saw something the other day that was saying that... uh like people like are putting on their like Twitter profiles that they're um um minor attracted people maps. Profile? Yeah, they're fucking they're fucking pedophiles, but they call themselves maps. Wait. Minor attracted person. Can we not even say pedophile or minor attracted person? Can we just say fucking child rapist? Right, exactly. They're child fucking predator. groomers. They're fucking child predators, well. but they're calling themselves maps. And it's like, no, dude, dude you're a fucking, you're a child molester. And, the you know, whole- but it's like the normalization of all of these fucking crazy things that like even 10 years ago, you'd be like, that's not going to happen. Five years ago. And it's just like, ago. what the fuck? Dude, think, just think about that. But the pedophile thing's been around forever. Dude. It's been around for a while, but it hasn't been in your fucking face. It hasn't like been it has in our been. face. But let's go listen to every song from my fucking childhood. Mm-hmm. She's my cherry pie. And uh, she's only, she's only 16. And... <laughs> All yeah. these fucking songs, like, she's 14 going on 40, and I can't wait till she turns 18 so I can fuck her. It's like, dude, it's it's been there in our faces, and it's just this gradual until we got to the crescendo of of the, the not the millennials, but the Gen Zs, of, fuck it, I'll accept anything. And the more out, it, it started with trolling, dude. It started mm-hmm. with trolling people on Facebook and Instagram and everything else, and where people were just saying outlandish shit just to say it right and see how far they could push it and then it's like they say it get backed into a corner and then they have to come up with a reason to defend it and i swear that's the only culture we're in right now is like like i like to fuck rocks well that's stupid oh but it's my right we should change the camera angle so we're not looking at my fucking feet by the way um don't be so tall (laughs) (laughs) um it's just, it's just, I swear it's just trolling. It's just trolling us, and now there's consequences to it, right? Like, I can use a women's bathroom if I want. It's like, no, you can't. Well, I can do whatever I want. This is like a bratty little fucking kid. Like, you ever babysit somebody in high school? Like, you get sucked in or you get roped into babysitting for your mom's <laughs> friend or something yeah. like that. And you go over there, and the kid's like, you're like, uh, hey, whoa, 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 you can't run around with a ninja sword. I can run around with a ninja sword if I want. Watch. I'll I like to run my, with scissors. That's I'll what I do. stab myself in the gut right now. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> this kid's gone completely off the fucking rails. And that's that's the fucking people we're dealing with, dude. I, 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 I don't know. I'm like, Putin, hit the button. Just hit the fucking button. Let's, let's <laughs> do know, this You shit. know what's funny is let's I think start we, we'd also mention this, too, is like, you know, they're trying to regulate TikTok and fucking say, like, what you can and can't do with, like, VPNs and all this kind of shit. Well, that's China. And it's like, well, no, I mean, no, that's the United States, oh. like, trying to pass some laws that are oh, going to basically oh, oh. regulate, you know, Americans being oh, able to use that, VPNs and, like, what you can do on the internet. And basically crazy. being, a, it's basically like a Big Brother 2.0 with, like, the Patriot Act and basically tracking your ability to do anything online. And look at people who are, look at who's supporting it, though. Everybody, Dan Crenshaw. Everybody, all the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, because you know it's what they not want just to? a Republican you know thing; want? it's a Democrat thing. It's everybody. Well, it's a Democrat thing. bill, but the Republicans are supporting it. Like they want control, right? Yeah, everybody wants control because if you have control, you don't need money, you don't need power. You already have it. Mm-hmm. You already have everything you need when you control, right? Like if I have a five-year-old, 
and and they have a fucking treasure. Guess what? I have a treasure because I control that five year old. Right? It's easy. Mm-hmm. You're, whatever your kid has, you have. Well, that's the same thing, dude. They just have our their their boots on our fucking necks, dude. I know the taxes is like. Well, uh, a little like, price this house, but the fucking taxes are a bitch. Well, it's like you're talking about like, hey, yeah, Putin press a button. If you think about it, like you see some videos of like, you know, Putin talking about like the perversions that we basically promote is normal. Yeah. And like him He's basically right. explaining that, like, you know, in Russia, people are more like traditional Catholic and all of this kind of stuff, like Orthodox. And like, you know, that I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that like things that go like, on in Russia with be, like but, you know yeah. like killing gays and all this kind of shit is okay. But but what I am but saying right. is that like he is right that like certain things that are like occurring in our nation and trying to fucking well, claim are okay in like other countries. They still is, have a like, culture based in like ethics of some yeah. sort. I don't agree with the government's ethics. And but. it's not to say that Putin's fucking super ethical or anything. No. I'm just saying like he's a piece of, you know he's it's a, like he's a murderer. We're, he's we're, we're, yeah, we're trying to fucking what we're trying to say is like. When you hear him talk, regardless of like what the political politics aside, you know, shit that he's done. I mean, yeah, you know, in, in some extent, like he's a fucking war criminal and all these other things is that like the shit that he's saying to a certain extent makes sense. Well, it has, you know, some, there's some but truth. it's like there's some people, truth to it because people also hate Trump, but not everything that Trump says is vile. You know, a lot a lot of shit that he says also makes fucking Most sense. Most of the shit he says, but is people just, fucking hate him just because just they hate him. Straight up fucking funny. Well, and straight, you know, and the thing is too is like, you know, do you notice that like all of a sudden like people really fucking hate Elon Musk, oh, yeah. really hate him? But like a long time ago, he was, you know, he, he was, was the fucking dream. popular fucking Democrat, whatever. So and when Donald he Trump. when he basically announced that like he wasn't gonna fucking vote Dem anymore, it was like he became this evil mm-hmm. fucking mastermind, remember and all when, of a sudden everybody flipped on him. Remember when it used to be like, oh man. I kind of like that guy, even though he's a Democrat. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. you know, it used to be that that Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill, the the uh, uh, Senate Majority Leader, would go have dinner together, even though he was a raging uh, for the time a raging Democrat. Right. Would, would which would actually put him in super conservative GOP right now. Um, I, I know it's crazy. It's like when I see these crazy like Marjorie Green. I, I wouldn't call her crazy. She's a little wild, but uh, you see some of the shit she says, and it's like, okay, I get that she's a little wacky. But good goddamn, we've got to have some more weights on our side of the pendulum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, it'd be nice if everybody go, could go to the middle, but but the extremes are so fucking far. We're never going back to the middle, dude. Well, and look at Dave Scheibel. Like he mentioned this in the comments. He says the social credit scores will be able to fuck with you too in a mm-hmm. cashless society. Mm-hmm. There's already shit like that going on in China mm-hmm. with like social credit scores and stuff like that. Like, I mean, the thing is, is, I think there was something in an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Where people are basically yelping one another and people are so afraid oh, yeah. to like, you know, cross somebody or do anything that's, that's the, even uh, perceived as being anything else Howard. because their shit just tanks. Ron Howard's daughter mm-hmm. directed and started that one. Yeah, and that that one's probably the best Black Mirror. Yeah. But um Well yeah, that's that's what they're doing now and, and Joe Rogan always talks about it, but it's basically like, Hey, you know, on a podcast Maybe the coming in hot podcast, you said that Biden was garbage. So, you know what? You don't have enough social credit to buy those airline tickets to go visit Hawaii this year, Jess. You can go next year if you're good. Exactly. Good dogs get good treats. Mm-hmm. And and that's exactly what's going to happen. Dude, shit's going fucking side. I think, I think we're at the end of our uh, this beautiful experiment. I, I don't think it's going to last. Rome 2.0? I don't think it's going to last for... Uh, as long as Rome several did. generations, man. Mm-hmm. I think we've had a good run for two hundred, what sixty eight years, whatever it is. I think maybe fifty years it might be done if we continue at this trajectory. I feel like the fucking if we're if those ever gonna be a civil war and it got broken up into two countries, one country is gonna be all of the Midwest and the other country is gonna be all the coastline. I feel like I feel like I'm not worried about the people on the coastline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me tell you about this. We're gonna Alamo right here, mm-hmm. and uh, from from Bakersfield to Modesto, we're gonna Alamo, and then uh, all the Teslas. We'll have to fight all the Teslas. <laughs> yeah, and they'll uh, quickly. There won't be any fucking power grid for them to recharge, and uh, we'll be in our gas cars uh, running circles. Yeah, and our four by fours, our gas guzzling four by fours. Actually, saw uh, this article where there were like a bunch of environmental fucking terrorists, basically. That had done this shit across several countries and nationwide where they were letting the air out of uh, large SUVs. 17,000, they claimed to have... uh, Were they just letting the air out or were they popping the tires? They weren't popping them. They were fucking just letting the air out so that they wouldn't get vandalism charges or anything like that. But they're letting the air out of the fucking tires, leaving people fucking stranded. 
in a protest to try to bring light to the environmental you know bullshit that's going on you know what i'd do to somebody in a lone Man. parking lot that was letting their air out of my tires dude oh yeah you would uh thank them for their service mm. <laughs> i would admonish them harshly and send them on their way <laughs> that's uh scary <laughs> I would not want to be admonished you, by Joe in a sir, dark in a dark parking lot. Admonished. <laughs> oh man! Morgan dead body calling a parking lot. Oh man! Yeah, politics, dude. There's always something. I know. I try not to get too spun out about it. I you know. know. It's kind of funny when you don't watch the news; it doesn't affect you. <laughs> well, fuck. We're not going to get to watch Tucker Carlson anymore, right? Well, and I'm really sad I, about Don Lemon. I only watch <laughs> I only watch Tucker Carlson highlights because yeah. I don't watch any. And I find that it's like, well, I don't know about the media you're coming to hit us, and I seem to be just fine. Yeah, the Don Lemon thing. How long? How did? How bad did he fuck up at the end to finally get fired? All the shit he did. Yeah. All the lies he told. And now. Wasn't there something he got caught in like Project Veritas, basically like doing all kinds of bullshit, and I think that's why they fired him. I don't know. I don't know. Well, oh, there's rumor that Tucker Carlson got fired too because they just paid. What were the uh, the vote counting machines? I can't remember the name. Um, the vote counting machines apparently they Dominion they were, Dominion they made a bunch mm-hmm. of stories about Dominion like eight hundred fifty billion or something yeah no million eight hundred fifty million, million. Oh, yeah it's pretty fucking close to a billion dollars mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I guess they they theorize that uh, part of the settlement was that the uh, the people who ran the stories the reporters wouldn't have to recant or apologize and I think Tucker Carlson did a big thing about the Dominion machines mm-hmm. and. Um, how they beat Fox News in a lawsuit is pretty crazy. They must have a big backer behind them, which George, oh, sure. George Soros. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, it came out, and then immediately, like a week later, Tucker's gone. And uh, did you see that yesterday it was announced that Fox News Corp had lost $930 or $968 million in value the second they announced Tucker Carlson leaving? Hmm. Like fuck, that's a lot of money, dude. <laughs> they basically just lost two billion dollars like in like two like weeks. Instantly. Yeah, and then uh, they, they got rid of the Dan bon- Bonino, the Secret Service guy. Mm-hmm. There was a NYPD Secret Secret Service. The uh, uh, shit, Dan Bongino. I can't say his name. I can't remember his name either. Yeah, I guess they apparently got rid of him too. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to a lot of shit, but interesting times i but you know here's the thing everybody's like like the people on the the right are like good i'm fucking tired of fox you know being manabby pamby middle of the road and it's like what else are you gonna have if you don't have fox news mm-hmm. like it's the one sorry we need to stop it's starting to skew left because it's we like they're to, so afraid to yeah. like report anything well, we, yeah and they're need, like the lone island in the middle of a been. fucking ocean right and, and i mean there's a lot of propaganda on Fox. Oh, like, sure. It gets on my nerves. You're like, it's like, do you remember the Simpsons? The thing is, is there's or, literally the opposite propaganda yeah. on like four stations. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It was a, not Simpsons, Futurama. When they were clone presidents. And now you have shit like, oh, Newsmax is like, oh, super far right wing. Like, or any of these other things. Like anything right. that and then, and then is you have, even close to looking at Fox. Then you like have things and. like, uh, you know, streaming services that won't allow those on their platform. Right. And then, and then, uh, Further than that, you have the Amazon, uh, uh, what is it, the the streaming platform or the, the servers. They won't allow, remember what was the uh, the comparison to Twitter? There was a right-wing one that came out. I can't remember fucking. Truth Social? It That's was the one before that Trump that. did. It was before, yeah, it was before that. I can't remember what the name of it was. Uh, it's like, fuck, I can't remember the name. But they wouldn't allow them to buy. Remember, they had all their shit on Amazon servers because Amazon owns almost all the servers in the country for everything. Mm-hmm. They own like three out of every four servers, and they wouldn't allow whatever it was on their servers because they had made a statement about COVID and Trump and all that shit. And it's like, it's fucking crazy, man. Like, mm-hmm. like immediately our access to real media or free media or, you know, I mean, it's very much like Russia, right? Yeah, you look at Russian propaganda. Like, have you ever seen the commercial when they're ta- when the Russians are talking about like, oh, if you run into somebody who's dressed like a woman, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. have you ever seen that commercial? Oh, it's fucking crazy. I'll to, I'll, to, I'll post it to the chat. But um, it's it's just wild. I'm tired of social shit. I'm just wanted to just want to have my little hobbies and go hiking. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of hiking, 
uh, we'd brought up, uh, I brought up something before the show um, that I, I kind of like stumbled upon because I was just Googling like this place I wanted to go see and I didn't know about where it was. And so it brought up this website and it ended up being like super helpful for like all kinds of like adventure bullshit, you know, like you want to go see this cool thing that you saw in a movie. This is the fucking website that's going to take you there. I'm sure there's other websites like it. This is the one that this I one's found. very specific. And like, it's we've super had to just specific. Look that shit up independently. Before. Yeah, you could you could look it up by like whatever state like you happen to be in, and it'll tell you where shit's nearby. And I think you can also look it up by movie. Yeah. Um. So you go to movie-locations.com. And this do it website twice, so it doesn't come up the first three times. <laughs> this this place basically you know tells you where certain stuff is. So like for me, I googled um, the the rock formation where um, like Bill and Ted like uh, I think die from falling this off is, the rock. I think is, it was Bill and Ted too. <laughs> as a movie guy, that is one of the more random fucking references I've ever. Heard. Dude, I wanted to go see it because the thing is, like when I was in Phoenix. Um, when I was in Phoenix, they actually used um, one of the Seven Elevens that I think it was near Tucson. Um, like it was near Tucson, and uh, they used the Seven Eleven there where the fucking um, like phone booth is in the parking lot. Mm. So actually, we went to that Seven Eleven and like took pictures where fucking Bill anything, and Ted's. They have anything there like uh, trying to get you to take pictures and shit? No, not really. But uh, the the. Um, the lady that was working there, the clerk, I think she'd been working there for a long time. And she's like, I was like, oh, yeah, we're only here because, you know, Bill and Ted was filmed here. And she's like, she's like, Miles Lurpy. No, when I was like a Hispanic chick, but she was like, oh, you know, um, yeah, she's all, you'd be surprised. She's all, you, you know, don't. Yeah. She's like, there's all kinds of people that come here all the time, you know, simply because of that. And I Bro, think I've, I've been to all the, I think that was like a cup. They had like a special like uh, Bill okay. and Ted cup or something. I've been to all the Breaking Bad stuff in Albuquerque. I've been mm -hmm. to uh, the place where Saul's, uh, attorney uh, like building? mini mall attorney building was yeah and uh i think it's a martial arts studio it's like a karate studio now but uh Cobra not, Kai? <laughs> yeah this is basically <laughs> i've been to uh the house of course so through the so the fucking house dude the breaking bad house is hilarious because it's just like in a neighborhood you know uh -huh. and these people own it and they get so fucking mad they put up like a little fence they get so mad if you park and take pictures they stand on and stare at you and shit but apparently people go by and throw pizza on the roof. And <laughs> I'm like, man, just give the people a pizza. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So I've done that. Um, one of the places we go out towards Calico Ghost Town, which is between Bakersfield and Las Vegas out in Barstow, is uh, where Bud's trailer was in Kill Bill. So anything Tarantino, I'm fucking down for. Mm -hmm. And then we've been to the, uh, the church where Uma Thurman was killed at the beginning of Kill Bill. And yeah. that's pretty fucking rad. It's a Seventh-day Adventist church now. And I mean, it's like we couldn't find Bud's trailer because it had been moved, but we found the exact spot. Yeah, took pictures there and stuff, which is beautiful, beautiful area. Um, but is the, the snake still there that killed him? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a, a gargantuan bite. Um, <laughs> I love that word, gargantuan. Yeah, that's a quote from the movie Daryl Hannah. Um, yeah, dude, it's uh, the church. The church is badass, dude. You know where the bride is killed mm -hmm. in the movie Black yeah. and White by the Vipers. Um, that's badass because like it. It's a hundred percent, you know. I mean, it's not in what did they say it was in like New Mexico or something. It's just out in the by, just past Hatchby. But yeah. seeing that stuff's kind of fun. I think I, I am a huge movie fan. I know you are too. So it's fun to see where shit's filmed. Like well, Tarantino the rock, stuff. The especially. rock formation I wanted to see. It's like a slanted rock. It kind of looks sideways, like it's coming out of the ground, like at a point. And um, it's it's in um, it's featured. I don't know in which Star Trek um, specifically, but it's it's featured in Star Trek. It's featured in that Bill and Ted movie. It was even in the Flint, uh, Flintstones movie and a bunch of other movies, I guess. And there's a, a cafe that's nearby that's like right in the area of Vasquez Rock National Arena Park, which is where that rock formation is. He says by Agua Dulce, and so it's that's in, right by where we go to one of the events. Yeah, it's Agua Dulce Springs, uh, California, which is kind of like near Northridge, San Fernando Valley area. Um, but there's, there's a cafe that's in that same area, that, like I mean, right in that immediate area where that rock formation is. Um, and this, this cafe that I wanted to go check out, it's a fully functional cafe. It's the cafe that, uh, um, Jay and Silent Bob were in when they stole that, uh, chimp from the Jay and Pro Bob facility and Jay, yeah, Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Yeah. And they're all like, they're surrounding the fucking place. And then they like pretend to be a gay couple that has a child. <laughs> um, 
that cafe is also like right in that immediate area. And if, I mean, you notice that the, the, the features of that location are kind of like all big rock formation. And so it's right in that same area. So I'll be able to see a couple of different movie locations in that general vicinity. And it's a short drive from, you know, us like being in Bakersfield. It's, it's like two hours. Two hours yeah. yeah. So, I mean, super cool. And that's just, you know, a couple of places to go. You know, there's a bunch of other movies that are listed on there. Um, you know, so I was just going to figure out like what's in the immediate area, like what's, you know, like seems like interesting to see and, uh, you know, go check some of that shit out. So, I mean, if you kind of, you know, depending on where you are, you know, you might be able to look up your general area and like, you know, be surprised to find out that like something cool from one of the favorite movies you haven't seen in a while, um, that there's some fucking, Dude, really? you know, cool place for you to go. Trona Pinnacles is one that's close to us, so like it's featured in the Star Trek movies, but it's fucking crazy, dude. It's these giant towers just sticking up in the middle of the desert. It's out towards Ridgecrest, about two and a half hours from here. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been there not because it was like a movie place, but when we saw that, because it's about 10 miles off the road, you got to take dirt roads and shit, but it's one of those places you're like, well, it was in Star Trek, so I can at least tell everybody I saw it, you know? Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I like to, I like to visit that and- Take a picture of my truck parked there or some shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been the, the world's fastest Indian. It's been on Salt Flats. I've been there. I want to go. I want to figure out wherever that little cave is in the middle of the desert where Marty McFly goes back in time um, and um, back to the future three, like right where he like parks the DeLorean in that cave and he gets chased by the bear. And then like all of the Indians like jump over that little cave. Dude, I'm pretty sure that cave is somewhere in Burbank. I don't know. It probably is. I mean, I'm going to look that shit up because there was actually a couple of places where like in the L.A. area, um, uh, Emmett Brown's um, house in Back to the Future 1. 1.21 gigawatts. Um, and uh, what is it? Uh, Emma Thompson's house where she takes Marty McFly when he's sleeping Dude, in bed. Dude, you got some random fucking movies, man. Dude, they're like the, the, the tree that's right in front. They like, um, uh, what's his face? What's the fuck's that guy's name? He was in um, Biff. Gods. McFly. Um, the the um on hbo huh? uh oh who the uh, fucking weird dude yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, crispin glover crispin glover okay um yeah. so like you know the like there's the tree that he falls from it's like in front of that house like there's just like a bunch of cool random spots like from back to the future that are there actually a lot of uh, things that are featured in back to the future they were actually on the movie set you know of universal studios hollywood yeah. and they've since gotten rid of them there's still part you know would be a good place to go where? Like Chicago area, so like Ooh, yeah. there, because you've got all the uh, the fuck is this John John? What, what are all the like the Breakfast Club? Uh, John Hughes, John Hughes, all the John Hughes films were filmed there. Mm -hmm. So there'd be a lot of shit to see around around all those places. Yeah, because those are actually filmed at like those high schools and shit. It'd be interesting. Yeah, if you're into movies, dude, it's kind of fun. And it's like I'm not gonna go terribly out of my oh, way to do it, but there, there's a um, there's actually a there's a school in the LA area where like it's the school that. Uh, that Marty went to when he's late for class. Oh, um, that's like in L.A. Like there's that, like so many that movie Grand Canyon. I went to the place where that's about. Hmm? I can't remember what it was called. Is the movie called Grand Canyon? The movie's called Grand Canyon with Danny Glover. Uh huh. It was a great. It was a Grand Canyon. Okay. <laughs> that's actually about Los Angeles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a terrible movie. Yeah. I went to Volcano. Yeah. <laughs> with Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Uh well um uh, what was uh, what else were we talking about oh okay, okay so uh we've got some patches we've got to fucking we're gonna sell these patches um so just DM us we'll say the patches I don't know we're gonna sell them for yeah we're, so we're gonna use we, were, we were spitballing um so uh, you know Tommy was kind of like you know give them away or sell them if we do give them away it's probably gonna be because you meet us at an event that we're going to um or or you come down here for Jesse's 40th birthday yeah something like, like that <laughs> you fly out from Tulsa or some shit like that you get a free patch exactly something like that we'll definitely give them away um. But what we wanted to do, um, and you know, notice, Tommy notice kind a patch of, sitting on a hat that has a different design underneath. <laughs> yeah, Tommy. Uh, Tommy had a um, it like suggested like you know he was fine with us selling the patches, and so it wasn't necessarily gonna be a money money grab and us selling the patches. Like what we want to do is kind of use it as a fundraiser um, and put the money towards like buying a new mixing board, something that's got Bluetooth so we can connect our phone to it, like run soundboard bullshit, be able to take phone calls. You know, like if you call in, we'll be able to like patch it through the receivers so that everybody can hear you so um, we can do like a facetime if yeah, we have to do just, a facetime just stuff like that and it requires a better it requires a better mixing board this one's yeah. it works but it's dated doesn't have all those new features um so it would just be cool to do that um so like if we sold these so deals for like headphones working again and shit yeah if we sold them for like 10 bucks shipped i mean 
it's a fucking solid fucking patch, dude. It's super thick. Like it's a patches. good fucking patch. It's worth it. Yeah. Um. So we're we're not overcharging for it, and like all no, the we're money o- that we're overcharging for it, but it's for a good cause. No, I mean is like not significantly. We definitely would probably charge more, but that would be retarded. The thing is, is we don't want to. We just everything that we're gonna make from these fucking patches is gonna go toward the mixing board. So that's all that is. Yep. Yep. Um. So yeah. You know, so, if you want one, either fucking DM me, DM Joe, fucking message us in the chat, um, do on not the Telegram send, chat. Do not just fucking drop some fuck, don't figure out like I'm going to Apple you money or something. Don't do some shit like that. I mean, that's cool that you would do that, but we got to be able to keep track of it for you. So, so you want I don't, them to mail want, you cash in an envelope? Well, I just, I want them to like DM me and be like, okay, here's the transaction moving forward versus here's 10 bucks. Like I'm supposed <laughs> to keep track of that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, so we were always talking about shit we do last Friday, my teacher, uh, at the jujitsu studio who, who gave him his black belt, um, was, was kind of coming through town. So he did like a two hour private mm-hmm. for whoever wanted to come 50 bucks. And it was he Ron Gracie. Ooh. So, uh, if you, if you, if you know a little bit about jujitsu, you probably know who Henner Gracie is, right? He's the one you see on TV. He Ron Gracie. Does he spell a heroin? It's R Y. Uh, let me see. I gotta say, R Y R O N. it's the Portuguese, so the R's are silent. So like, Royce Gracie looks like Royce Gracie. All of them have yeah. R names. So Henner and and uh, Heron are the two brothers who do the Gracie breakdown. Like you'll see Henner. He's he he does the Mickey Fine commercial. He's he's always out there. You see his face. He's kind of the face of the Gracies, and the Gracies yeah. all look alike. They have big smiles, big old bulbous heads. <laughs> um. Anyway. He's a fucking awesome, dude. Uh, he did he did a two hour private, so I actually got to work out with him. Like he, you know, get down on the ground. He's like, all right, do the technique on me, you know, and shit. Oh my god, dude, it was so fucking rad. Like it was kind of cool because he's, you know, so his dad was Hori and Gracie. But you know, you were really descriptive about like the way he smelled when yeah. you were it grappling. Great. Yeah, yeah, it smelled like uh, jujitsu. <laughs> um, <laughs> in now, cool water cologne. The, yeah, the, <laughs> so so just some of the lineage, if you're into jiu-jitsu at all or UFC or anything like that, his dad's Horian Gracie. So Horian Gracie's dad is Elio Gracie. Elio Gracie was the one who started Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He is the the one who changed the system from Japanese to so he's the man. And Horian Gracie started the UFC. Alright, so his brothers are Hickson and Hoyce. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they decided to put Hoyce Gracie in the first UFC because he's 170 pounds. He's kind of small. Yeah. Uh, we've seen him. He's not huge. Um, versus Hicks and Gracie, who's just a physical fucking specimen, and he would have just decimated everybody with punches. He wouldn't even have to choke people out, right? Right. So, uh, yeah. So, Horian, Horian started the UFC. That's his dad. So, this dude has grown up on the mats with Horian Gracie, the guy that started the UFC. And, oh, yeah. We took a picture in front of his, because there's a giant picture of Elio Gracie. You always see the old man, you know. Yeah, uh, that's his. That's his grandpa that he was given his black belt from. That's, that's pretty, pretty fucking awesome, dude. Like, just think if you were like into judo and Jigoro Kano gave you your fucking black belt, or you know, his grandson or some shit like that. It was. It was really neat and really good teacher. Because you, know, you run into some people that are good at jujitsu but not good teachers. Right. And he was fucking great. And the one thing that everybody kept laughing about was like, because I'm basically the tallest dude there. And they're like, dude, is he fucking taller than you? <laughs> he was taller know. than you. He was fucking tall, dude. They're yeah. all like six, like a solid six four, not like a older six four. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, You're like so just starting to shrink. They were so cool, dude. He was so fucking cool, though, man. It was it was really good. And then got to chat with him a little bit, and pretty neat, man. That was that was a, that was a neat experience. That to me was like. Did way you have him sign the collar on the inside of your gi? Nah, yeah, I probably should have. Damn, why not? <laughs> but I gave him one of my stickers for our, uh, over forty clubs. Nice. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he he uh, does the van life, dude. He does that like part time. He's got the van that goes everywhere, and camps and shit like that. So that's dope. Yeah, good dude. Calls it the fuck mobile. Probably. I don't know what his <laughs> wife calls it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, dude. Yeah. But uh, I guess one of the topics we kind of talked about is like, what hobby have you always wanted to do? What what. You know, sport exercise, fucking, what have you always wanted to do but haven't done? Well, two of them that I started doing were fucking kayaking and fucking archery. Why does it have to be about you? I wasn't talking to you. I was talking mm. to our audience. God damn, you're so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, you know, when when Tanner and Tommy were here, I think Tanner had never been kayaking before. Right? Was it was Tanner that had yeah. never been? I don't even think Tommy had been I kayaking. I think, mm, I can't remember which one Tan- it was. Tanner hadn't been, you know, um, 
I think maybe it was Tommy had, but it was a really long time ago or something. So, yeah. So, but yeah. I don't know if you ever wanted it. They had a blast, right? But I hadn't gone hiking, like legitimate. I walked through the fucking fields or but I never had been hiking until six or seven years ago. I always wanted to do that. Like, what's stopping you from doing that hobby that you've always, like archery? Mm-hmm. You've been talking about that for a long time. And, you know, like, or airsoft or whatever it is. Like, what is it? I, I guess it's just kind of a thought question since we don't really have feedback. But what is it you've always wanted to do? Why aren't you doing it? What's stopping you from doing it? You know, uh, we were talking about the fucking full contact medieval fighting. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, there's a couple things to stop that me from that. It does look Cost. pretty Because, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's expensive and, like, potential for death. <laughs> but it looks well, I think the blades awful. are dull and stuff. No, they're dull, but they're, like, but they're, they're still each other with maces, like, full on in the head and the shit. The blood force trauma, I don't think. Have you seen some of the dudes walk out there? Like, yeah. 290, like, 6'5", 290 or something. Well, not just that, but, like, you know, you're, you have these steel and chain mail and stuff like that. And, sure, it's, like, they're not going to pierce your skin. or no, they're like, blunted. But, but, like... It's still all that kinetic energy is transferring from metal to metal. You're still gonna get well, fucked I mean, up pretty good, got dude. Some moder- they're, they're so I mean, there's got to be some sort of like leather under, like in oh, between. There yeah. has to be, like, I imagine there's got to be something in it between looks, that shit. Some of that shit looks like fun, dude. Oh, it looks awesome. It'd be fun if you were kind of like throwing on pads and doing that shit, just beating mm-hmm. the shit out of each other. This is really nothing more fun than beating the shit out of your friends and like and like giggling about it <laughs> yeah that's I mean? why we do the fucking fireworks fights yeah absolutely it's fun to watch them be in a moderate amount of pain without injury but pain pain's good mm-hmm. and watch them like squirm just i don't know it's just a, just like my dog loves to come up and nibble on me and watch <laughs> me go ow like it's just <laughs> mammal instinct so what is something that you haven't done yet that yeah. you would be interested in doing me fuck i don't even know like Naked deep sea fit? No, that's not it. I've already done that. No, um, I don't know, dude. I do everything I want to do. I can't think of something else I'd like just dying to do. I used to always wanted to uh, go take a car on a racetrack like a Ferrari or something like that. I mm-hmm. give, give a fuck about that. I don't want to skydive. I don't want to bungee jump. I mean, one of the things I wanted to do that I had never done was um, one of those obstacle course races. I always wanted like to do like race? the mud run, you know, mm-hmm. that like the local mar- you know, devil do dogs, that, like the Marines would do like mm-hmm. locally. Um, I'd always want to do something like that. And like, I always see the Spartan races. They always look fun. I just never did it. And then like, it was just like my sister's boyfriend did one and I kind of talked shit. And then like, he was like, Oh, well you want to do one? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, even if I don't place or I do well or I'm not super competitive, I just, I just want to fucking do one. Just, I, I'm at a point where I don't necessarily so give a, like a fuck. Wearing? This is competitor. Yeah, like I don't necessarily want to. You know, hey, I don't. Jesse, I don't necessarily. At least you stepped on the mats. Yeah. <laughs> you, you lost. I, I. I. When I. When I recorded your fight, I was like, don't. Don't feel bad, Joe. You lasted exactly one minute. One minute, minute yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got submitted. I didn't like get a penalty for stalling or something like that. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, you know, it's funny because like I, I said, that was the biggest insult of all. Was, well, at least you uh, you fucking did it. You stepped on the mats. And I was like, yeah, no, it sounded a lot better if you said, well, you won. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's kind of one of those things like with the Spartan race. Like, you're not there to win. Or I'm, I'm calling it Spartan race because that's sort of the Coca-Cola of of adventure racing, right? Mm-hmm. But goddamn, at least you can say like I did it. You know, I can say I did a yeah. jiu-jitsu competition. Well, I think a lot anymore. of times it was like just like not getting out of my own way in terms of just like, well, you know, I'm not in the best shape and I'm probably not going to be able to be competitive or I'm not going to be able to do this or blah 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 blah. That's really And I think I'm at a point where I'm just like I don't give a fuck, dude. That's a big part of the people who actually go there though. They're like, yeah. I'm just there to prove to myself that I can do like for my competition, cutting the weight, doing all that, being disciplined mm-hmm. enough to get there, you know, like that's a big part of it, right? Yeah. Like like being a little bit better than I was before comparing myself to the guy that was yesterday and, and, uh, you know, discipline's important. And it, you know, a lot of people have discipline. They get up and go to fucking work every day and they're never late. They never miss a day at work or school or whatever that is. That's important. But sometimes it's good to push yourself and be like, you know, I'm going to do something I want to do. And I'm going to prove to myself, I'm going to prove to my body that I can do this shit, especially as we get older, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's out of my comfort zone for sure. Yeah. I but mean, everybody's got to blow out an Achilles somehow, right? Yeah. It's going to be fun. Well, I tell you, I didn't. I didn't tear my calf. Got my MRI back. Oh, you didn't? I ruptured a uh, a cyst in the back of my knee. Apparently, a cyst. A cyst, like uh, because I've had a bunch of knee surgeries. Apparently, uh-huh. there was a cyst there, and I uh, blew it up. Still fucking hurt. <laughs> it just wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> was it supposed to be there? So the doctor's like, "Well, we're not gonna do anything because it wasn't supposed to be there anyways." I already emptied it. 
Wow. Yeah, it was like uh, doctors yeah. like you just cost me ten thousand dollars because that's how much it would have cost to take it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, know. don't you go blowing out any more cysts, Joe. Yeah, get some real injuries. Put me out of work. So you're gonna put me out of work. You can't really <laughs> fix a calf injury anyway. Yeah, unless they blew out her gastrocnemius, which was severe and sudden. We were doing farmer's walk. She had a forty-five in each hand, and like she was kind of sprinting with it, which is pretty impressive. And her calf just went. Like, I, dude, it sounded like a fucking 22 went off inside the gym. It was so loud. And then we went to a really, I told you the comment that uh, one of the sports surgeons made. He's like, can't really fix it. He goes, it's like stitching a fart to your elbow. And I was like, I don't I don't know what that means, but it seems <laughs> seems, seems not very effective. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, dude, like uh, yeah, certain shit you just can't fix. You just got to live with. Mine's, mine's pretty much healed up. I did deadlift yesterday, so it's fine. Oh, um, it's, you know, I actually just bought a, um, weighted bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I went ahead and bought a, a 75 pound sandbag that's got, you know, multiple oh, handles throwing, and different the, stuff. The bag. So I'm going to start doing like, uh, you know, burpees mm-hmm. with like a 70 pound clean. Um, like a, like an overhead toss, like a mm-hmm. kick toss. Like over my shoulder. Dude, that feels, we used to do that with medicine balls, like the kind that don't bounce and slam balls. Yeah. We would do a routine where and only like a 20 pounder, but, um. You'd like slam it on the ground five times and then throw it against the wall five times and then do like obliques to the left, obliques to the right, and then do like a keg toss over the back. Yeah. And then we would do the the farmer's run with it. And um, that was my favorite workout ever. It's just we don't have the availability to do that now. Yeah. That was the fucking best. Like being able to move. God, it's like moving body weight, man. It's mm-hmm. a whole. I suplexed a guy from my fucking knees today. Yeah. <laughs> but being able to move a human human body and that's yeah. what a sandbag really is like it's just total dead weight that doesn't want to go mm-hmm. uh, that's going to get you strong especially if you're doing explosive movements with it yeah so that's what i'm gonna i i, I bought it coming thursday i'm gonna start incorporating like burpees with the 70 pound clean doing farmer's walks and like sprints in the middle mm-hmm. and i think probably just to add a certain degree of difficulty because i was um gonna, you gonna like, get one of those bane masks so you can't breathe yeah yeah, I'm gonna actually get one of those and and do a circuit doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those have been been shown to actually do anything for you. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna get one of those masks. I'm actually gonna wear a gas mask that's issued to me. So I'm gonna yeah. practice that wearing a gas You're mask and doing do all the stuff. You look like a fucking dick doing that. I don't care. <laughs> you should do the Spartan race in it. I give no fuck. Do the whole fucking Spartan race in that. But right before you do, just fucking pop smoke. Just pop some fucking gas right there at the stage. That's how I'm going to get ahead of the game. Yeah, exactly, dude. Just be like, put some CS gas. Yeah, bro. Just crop dust the whole group of people there. <laughs> be like, competitor motherfucker, but your shirt is spicier than mine. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> That'd be great. Just you're all dunk, dunk, dunk. You just got to do it take like off. full on, like where you have one in each hand and you just use the thumb to pull out a pen on both and you hold up over your head and like, plink, plink. And drop them. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so badass. That would be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. So uh, I guess you know the reason I asked that and send those send those to us. Like, what hobby? Have you, like for me, it was jujitsu. I'd wanted to do it forever, but I made all the excuses. Oh, I don't want to get hurt. I can't get hurt for work. I can't afford it. Blah 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 blah. Make it a fucking priority. You know, save a mm-hmm. hundred bucks a month on some other bullshit. You know, Starbucks or whatever, and uh, get after your hobby, dude. Or or you know what? Go fucking hiking. Yeah. It's free. Hiking is great. It's free. It costs you gas to get there. And that's, uh, do something, do something good, man. And, uh, you know, if you can, you know, pack, uh, pack snacks, pack a drink. Yeah, absolutely. Some adult beverages. Nothing feels better when Sit you're like. Sit by a creek and fucking, you know, sip a beer and, you know, have a fucking. Bro, it's like a Impromptu commercial. charcuterie board or something. You absolutely. Know? You know, you get out to your halfway point or whatever and you recharge and refuel. Nothing better than getting some calories in you, sitting by a creek. Talking with your friends, you know, doing about, I've done a few hikes by myself. I know you have too. Mm-hmm. It feels pretty good. But man, going with friends and family and loved ones is just, it can't be matched, dude. Get out in nature. You know, they say people that get a, what is it, a half hour of nature or half hour by a stream or something, like decreases your blood pressure, or decreases your heart, all that shit. It's good for you. It's awesome. But do something that you love. Do something you enjoy, you know, um, whether that's fucking Dungeons and Dragons or making models or, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. It doesn't have to be exercise, but do something you love. Do something you want to do. It was Dungeons and Dragons. I, we were talking about that in the chat. And oh, I was my just like, God. I was kind of like, I, I I haven't played it in so long. Like, pretty much the only tabletop game I re- really played regularly back in the day was uh, Battletech. 
Um, still have all the boards, still have all the sheets, still have all the models. I actually could provide all the necessary stuff to play Battletech if anybody wanted to play because I have like a whole duffel bag worth of shit. Um, can um, Jesse play? But, um, you know, all the guys are talking about Dungeons and Dragons. And I haven't played that in a while. And I know that like, I think Tommy's played with some friends and then like He's TJ's played with all these up. people. And dude, like everybody's like, everybody's like, uh, oh yeah, uh, I think like, I, I want to say it was uh maybe it was Tanner that was saying that he'd played or I think David dude, and, like, uh, dude, Wisconsin was talking dude, about it. Yeah, every, like everybody was talking about well, all we got a lot of fucking Dungeons nerds on Dragons the chat. Time. That's why. And I was like, dude, this would be fucking cool to like get you know even some sort of say like on. I, I wonder if there's like some sort of service to do like some multiplayer online. Uh, you should game start the coming with in, all coming of us. in hot podcast Dungeons and Dragons League. That would be badass. One of those, one of those games, dude. Like you'd have something to that we can continue, maybe. like by the day, like you know, just come to it, you know, like have a fucking ongoing campaign. Just yeah, that we, would be badass. Know, everybody gets together once a week, and I don't know if you can do that with those games, but you know, if you could do that, like you know, uh, the same day as a podcast or some shit like that, would be kind of fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the podcast, I got a we got a nice little. Um, uh, private message from somebody on the, the what used to be the Gorilla Earth radio chat and uh, and basically w- one of our friends Nick was just like hey man uh, uh, him and his buddies are starting their own airsoft podcast and uh, they like what, what we're doing you know they've been listening to the new podcast they listen to the old one and uh, they, they kind of wanted it to feel like ours and, and uh, you know basically what he said was that whoever listens to it is a part of the family and uh well that's what he felt about how our show how is. our show is and that's what he yeah. wants it to be like you know um and everybody always says like i listen to it at work and i'm laughing my ass off and and, and they don't know, even play airsoft or they don't even do some of the stuff I know. And, and, and you know the, the podcast that i listen to though i feel like if i were to run into one of those people i'd be like hey so that thing with your mom was pretty funny dude like a total you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you kind of know people a little bit and and certainly i mean you know, my only advice was be authentic. Talk about shit that makes you and your friends laugh, and and somebody's gonna, somebody else gonna think that shit's fun or funny or whatever, you know. And and we had Tanner and and Tommy here last weekend. And it's like well, the only reason we had them here is because they listen to the podcast. And we were like, oh, fuck, those guys are cool. Let's go hang out, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh yeah. So uh, I mean, all we ever really did the show for was is because we had fun doing it, and like we were passionate about the game that we played. Not only because the game was fun, but because we really enjoyed the people that we met along the way and all the friendships that we made, you know. And like it afforded us opportunities, you know, being able to do stuff like shot show and like meet other people. And you, it started to become more about the people, and then like you know less. Like a little less, like about the game, Airsoft you know, play and, and rules and all that. Um, I mean, there's only so much you can talk about. And right? I think, yeah, just I think in general, we're just kind of like, man, I was like, it's kind of turned into like a community of sorts. Like, if there was like any way that we could ever be like, all right, guys, we're having some sort of mini convention of listeners to converge on one location and fucking know. hang out for a weekend. I can't even imagine the fucking the the nonsense that would oh fucking God. take place if all of us were to be in one place. Well, and our, and our, the thing is, I feel like everybody who's like in the chat and like people that like send us messages like that, yeah. there are people, you know, like these are people that I'd be like, dude, I would fucking love to hang out with Chris this dude and Angie, on the weekend. We, I think Chris and Angie were the first people that actually made the pilgrimage to Bakersfield. First yeah. of all, from the UK, mm-hmm. from London proper, um, and we didn't get to meet them the first time, um, but you know after that. We've uh, shit. We've been to Vegas with them before. Um, they stayed at our house a couple of times. We did Friendsgiving here at the house with them. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to do it again. They're coming out later this year, I think, like November maybe. They mentioned it, and I was like, I'm actually going to get some fucking time off, like no matter what. Well, we're going to do it, right? Yeah. Like if they go to Vegas, whatever, we're all going to do it. So, um, but I think when we first all realized, like, for us to even have the confidence <laughs> to go out and hang out with our fans was James. Oh, like, fucking James, yeah. Like, you know, he was coming out, and he's like, hey, on the way, I'd like to visit the shop. And we're like, we'll fucking pick you up and make a day out of it. You know, and the one thing he said is, you guys are exactly like you are on the show. Like, His first really- words when we pulled up, because I had the window down in the front passenger seat, and I'm like, what's up, bitch? And he's like, oh, my God, it's not an act. Yeah, no, he's you a know? reserved Englishman. Yeah. He, is. he really thought, like, we had this, like, persona that we only – portray on the podcast so we were and show up absolutely and not a non-disclosure waiver just yeah like, 
So, Mr. Captain Rackabrapacopus. <laughs> yeah, we are absolutely who we are on the show. I'm I'm sure that's shocking to many of you, but no, we don't we don't pretend to be something dude, else. <laughs> dude, I mean, you know, we we sat here before the show and talked to Tavi. Oh man, we didn't get to have uh, uh, Tanner on the show. That was a bummer. But um, and we I had so much fun with those guys and all the people who hang out here. Man, we have a we have a good time. This is the the airsoft flop house. I think what I'm mind. gonna I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna buy like a big case, uh-huh. like a Pelican case, mm-hmm. to be able to put like my laptop, the uh, mixing board, yeah. our mics and stands and stuff in it, mobile. and be able to just take that with us and be able to pop it out wherever. Take a, take a jackery with us and mm-hmm. charge that shit. Yeah, we could definitely do that. Yeah, because we'd be able to plug this into like a portable power station or yeah. something. It would be jackery able to run it for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah that would do. Um, yeah, I I agree 100, percent dude. Like. We need to do the podcast, and we need to buckle down instead of being drunk at airsoft ops all the time. Oh no, no, we need to, all the we, time. I said not. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, we're whoa. not. <laughs> I was like, you're gonna let yourself, bud. <laughs> like, not get think, drunk, not get our, drunk at ops. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what if fucking Jim Lang is like, hey, I have a whole bottle of Johnny Walker Black with your name on it. I'm gonna be like, and he's like, and you can have as much as you want. And I'm gonna be like, well, I don't think he said. Exactly that, because afterwards he's like, Jesse drank my whole bottle. <laughs> I don't think he actually said you could have all you want. I think he just didn't say stop. Well, he said he didn't like it because it was warm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he could have just put it in the fridge in his trailer. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He offered. Bean chew, eh? I think our good. next op is uh, uh, Lion Claws in October. Yeah, that'll be awesome. The 30, 30th anniversary? Looking forward to it. I think that's going to be super close to the Colorado game. Um, yeah, it's still easy, though. For American Milson, but I, I'm, I'm committed. It's good I'm committed it's, to go to that. I told it, Tommy that I wanted to go to that. He's never been to a game in Colorado. If it's before, it'll be a great warm-up to like have all your shit ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I definitely want to go to that. I even told Tommy that like there's a, a, a significant possibility that I might even go back to play reindeer games in Fort Hood. Mm-hmm. It'll be around. It'll be around his birthday, so maybe I'll be able to hang out with him for his birthday Dude, and be wanna, able to. We were going to road trip back there, but it takes three fucking days to drive to Tulsa. Mm, if you're a with bitch the, with the trailer. Oh yeah, with the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's just yeah. Maybe would, don't bring a trailer and just fucking drive to his house and stay the night. Like with four dogs. Mm. Otherwise, I would just fly back there. But our dogs go on vacation with us, so oh. that's what the trailers for. Well, yeah. So we're not going to see, see Tommy, but but we're going to be going up to Northern California, see uh, volcanoes, uh, national park, and, well, that um, Mount St. Helens. It's that not. It that's that's in Washington. Well, you uh, said north. I don't know how far north. Northern California. We're going to go well, see Tanner up up see volcanoes national park is Northern California. Hmm. Like Volcanoes National Park? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't no wait, I'm sorry. It's Lassen. Lassen. Sorry. <laughs> volcanoes like, Volcanoes. You're like, have you seen the movie Volcano? <laughs> I was like, volcanoes. No, uh-huh. no, I'm sorry. Lassen like it's a volcano. But like uh uh, uh Mount Shasta and, and uh, all that shit. Right. Is is around there. So we're gonna hang out with uh, Brandon and Tanner hopefully for a day while we're up there and anybody else that's in the area, we're gonna go see Lake Berryessa, which I think T J is pretty close to Lake Berryessa. Maybe we'll get some time with some people up there. We we actually plan our vacation around our friends, uh, you know, that we know from Airsoft. My wife. You're like Tyler. That, so. Make sure you have all the days off that you need, because <laughs> we're meeting up. We're not going to Washington. <laughs> Sorry. He's in Washington. Washington. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're actually gonna start in fucking Ventura. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we're doing. Living the dream, man. That's an awesome dream. Not the worst dream. No, it's not. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, I guess we're done. Wrap this shit up. We just fucking like stopped. We're like, so we're like looking at each other like, anything else? I'm tired. Nope, nothing else. It's and we're o'clock. like, all right. I'm going to be up in like six hours. Cool. It's like, we did it. We lasted an hour. Awesome. When was the last time you lasted an hour? <laughs> Yesterday. Honestly. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate your time. Uh, Until next time, lighters. Peace. I'm coming in. Test, test, test. All right, better. It's got. And it locks. Everything locks. It's like an old school. It's got little scissors on it. Oh, that's cool. And they all lock. That's a a Gerber? A Gerber.
Super, dude. And, and like I said, it came with a pocket knife. Like a, like a package deal. Mm-hmm. 29 bucks. 29 That's That's yeah, fucking 29. awesome. Yeah, dude, feel them. The spring, I'm telling you, that, that's worth 29 bucks right there, just having the... Where'd you get this at? Uh, LA Police Gear. Damn, for $29? Was you know, that after sale? I dropped Tommy off? No! Just there. And I got there. They had I because I was like, oh, fuck, I stopped by. But this this is the best part is that because, you know, usually you're like, fuck, you got to pull them back out. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, see. But um, got there and they're like, huh, 15% off tax sale. Oh, sweet. I was like, fuck. I bought my Leatherman there. And I had and I had 10 bucks in points. Oh, dude, I have so many fucking, I have so much money in points. I'm pretty sure I got like 50 bucks in points. I keep forgetting what are you about. talking about LA Police Gear? Yeah. I love LA Police Gear. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Did you know they're locally owned? Like like out of LA? Hmm. Yeah, no. It's like a normal family. I asked about it once before. I love everything from LA Police Gear. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Oh, oh. Thanks for listening to the episode of the Coming In Hot Podcast. This is, you didn't fucking press play. You were up there. What was waiting for you? God damn. What is wrong with you? I thought we were alive this whole time. <laughs> You're all like. You ready? Yeah. You're all, hey, Lenny. <laughs> I'm gonna stare at you like Garth. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking news weatherman. God. Oish. All right. Right. All right. Okay, let's so try this link. shit again. I gotta get the link. I gotta do the link thing. How do I do the link from my phone? Stop do it from there. That's the link. Um, well, it's live, so it should be broadcasting on the Facebook page. So you should be able to go to the Facebook page and find the video and then okay. share it. To the is it the or is it just coming in hot? You're not following the page. I am, but I don't know which one it is. It it didn't pop up yet. So which one is it? You don't just go to pages. I don't know how to go to pages. <sighs> I don't go to pages. You're old. I just don't. It's fucking Facebook. I don't use Facebook. Really? You're not following not, it? Oh no, I'm not an administrator <laughs> on it. No, you, you to, should be following you it. To, it says pages you manage. Right, but you should. It says pages you manage. This should be fucking like pages should go to fucking stuff. It says pages you manage. I read it. God See damn more. It. These these are oh, those are shortcuts. You sir are the worst. Womp womp. Here, take my phone. I don't like you touching me like that. Gosh, gosh, Joe. By golly gee, you're a dweeb. It's almost like I'm Brian from Canada. Got it? Yep. <laughs> it's like, let me do it. Let me do the technology part of this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> See, you never, you never let me be an admin on anything. So. <laughs> you can, oh, man. All right. All right, want to start this fucking podcast?